Welcome back, guys, to another episode of On the GO. Today, we got another special guest here with us. I got to meet this dude. Uh, we never got to play Valorant together, but we played against each other in the XD oh Invitational. And uh, after that match, I gave a shout out to this guy because he seemed like a pretty chill dude. Got to know him a little bit through his stream and uh, had to definitely bring him onto the podcast. So. Without further ado, let me introduce my boy, Jinzo, aka Jinzo, on the motherfucking mic. What's good, Brody? What's up? What's up, Kim Clan? My name is Jinzo. I am from Winnipeg. Um, yes, like Ernie said, we met him through the Brian XD Invitational. He clapped our asses. Um, him and his team ended up winning the whole tourney, though, so good for them. Um, but yeah, now we're out here partying on the on the go podcast what's yes, good so yes sir so uh how have you been holding up dude with the whole pandemic you know 2020 was a pretty rough year for all of us <laughs> yeah uh well as a dental assistant like for those of you who don't know i'm a dental assistant and i was out without work for two months and mm -hmm. that's really when i kind of realized like shit you know like if shit hits the fan ever again or whatever i don't really have a hobby or anything to do um so you know just being in the pandemic in that sense and, and during that two months i just completely like degen I, I didn't go to the gym i didn't work out i didn't exercise i i stayed up basically till six seven in the morning every single night man super unhealthy lifestyle just yeah. eating garbage i feel you yeah just eating garbage and now you know, like just looking back on it, we're like over a year into it. Yeah. Just like things have gotten better, obviously. Right. Yeah, with like um, vaccines and everything. Yeah, with vaccines and I'm back to work. Are you vaccinated, Ernie? Not yet. So Not yet. where where I'm from, like obviously there are people who can get vaccinated earlier. Right. They like finesse the system a little bit, but I was kinda either way, I wasn't like going out or anything. So I was just like once it's like open to everyone, then I'll I'll get the vaccination then. But Till then, I was just kind of like chilling at home anyway to begin with. So. Right. What about you? Uh, I am vaccinated. It was kind of, in a sense, mandatory for work just because I'm working oh, with yeah, people yeah. and yeah. on people. Um, if it were by choice, um, I wouldn't have been rushing to get it. Like, cases mm -hmm. are bad where I'm at. Um, but like, like you said, I'm not going out. It's not like I'm going out every day. I'm going to the mall. I'm meeting with these people. I'm, you know... I'm I'm not putting anyone at risk in a sense, yeah. other than by being at work. Um, but other than that, pandemic's been good. Been living my best life. I miss traveling. That's probably the thing I miss the most. I feel you. Is traveling, especially now, because we'll, we'll probably talk about it later. But just with Twitch, like meeting so many people, like yeah. I, I I'm so excited to start traveling again. Because like now, when I go to Toronto, when I go to Vancouver, if I ever come down to Cali, you know, I know people there now. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't expect to hang out with them 24-7, but it'd be cool to just grab lunch, grab grab dinner, grab a coffee, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And actually meet these people in real life. Like, like I'm so, oh, I can't wait. I can't Dude, wait. I feel you. So for like 2020, what's like one big thing that you took away from it, good or bad? Mm, 2020. Um, good or bad? Well, I, I could probably uh, hit them both. Um, in terms of, I guess, we'll start with bad. Um... In 2020, I kind of realized uh, I used to be into like competitive hip hop dancing. Yeah. And for a long time, like that's what I 
thought I was passionate about. And then the pandemic hit and then we stopped having practices and then we stopped seeing each other. And then they're like, hey, let's do like Zoom practices or Instagram live practices. And I was like, mm, I'm not really about that. I don't, I don't know if that's what I want to do anymore. And then I slowly started to realize like, as being a dancer, I wasn't, I knew this going into it. I wasn't the best, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I knew that, right. It's just, there's these young bloods, man, 19, 16, 17, 18 years old, killing the game. And I'm out here, what, almost 24. And I, I can't move the way they do, or I can't learn the way they learn. And it's like, bro, maybe, maybe this isn't it. So I, I gave up in a sense, I gave up in a sense on dancing. Yeah, like yeah. I do, I do random like projects with my friends here and then, but other than that, that's probably the one thing like 2020 taught me, like just cause I recently got back into dancing and I was like, wow, maybe this really isn't for me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But on the bright side with the pandemic happening, I did pick up in a sense, Twitch again. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I essentially started streaming back in 2018 and that was more so for me and like just something to do for fun like it was never meant to turn into anything yeah um 2020 got bored valorant just came out played since beta played a bunch of animal crossing during uh the pandemic too but like i i started hopping back onto twitch and then my friends started doing it too and then I guess summer happened and things got lifted a little bit. So I hopped off Twitch again. Mm-hmm. I, again, I didn't grow per se as, as much as I have been, but I hopped off again. I enjoyed this, my summer. I went out um, and I got to spend a lot of time with friends. And for that, I'm truly grateful. Cause like I got to celebrate, celebrate my birthday too. Um, oh, that's even huge. In, yeah. You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, Oh my God, that happened in, at the end of July last year. And then shit hit the fan in like September. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, and then, you know, with the pandemic hitting hard, here we are again, you know, yeah. I'm back on Twitch and more consistent than I've ever been. And that was really at the end of 2020 was where I realized like, holy shit, you know, I like being an entertainer. I like being in front of a camera. I like being a Leo in a sense, like if we're, if we're going like uh, astrology signs, right? Astrology signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are always like, oh, you're such a Leo. You're such a Leo. You want to want to be the center of attention. And it's like, I found that here. Um, whereas with dance, I was never the center of attention. I was always the background for someone else. Yeah, know? yeah. So I guess that's my biggest kind of all in all wrap it together takeaway from that year. <laughs> so, I mean, you're bad though. It isn't necessarily a bad either. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's like a good, yeah. if you like, you know that you're not passionate about it, then yeah, yeah. there's no point of you like wasting any more time on something that you think you're passionate about. Right. But I think also and- the pandemic was good too, because it gave us time to like stay home and like think about our lives and like kind of reflecting back on it. Oh yeah. hundred percent, dude. Like I had so much, like I was in my head for two months. Yeah. You know? Like, like I, what am I thinking about? What am I? Oh man. Oh man. It was a good two months. It was a rough two months, but I'm, I'm I honestly, I'm grateful to be back at work. Like, yeah. oh my god i uh just having something to do in a sense like obviously you know i dread working the next day but like it pays the bills it it gets me out of the house it gets me doing something it gets me interacting with people and i yeah. feel like especially right now with the pandemic a lot of people 
don't have that interaction with people or forget how to interact with people. And for that, I'm forever grateful. I work in a public environment and that I found this, right? Like this was an outlet for me. Yeah. This is a way for me to connect with people beyond my spectrum, beyond my community. Yeah, for sure. So um, <clears throat> kind of moving forward from that, I mean, I, I've been uh, doing a little snooping on your Instagram page. <laughs> uh, huge NBA fan, I can tell. I mean, in your bio, you say Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality, dude. Oh, um, that, that. That one. Yeah, that, that, that one. one hit hard. Holy shit. Oh my God. That one. Death man. of Kobe. I think like 2020. If, even if yeah, he did yeah. not play basketball, everyone felt it that day. Mm. But um, it, it, it's been what, a, a year? Over a year oh, now. Over a little year? over a year now. Ooh. Yeah. That was a. It's crazy to think, too. It's only been a year because yeah. of how, like, all the stuff that had been going on, and even now, what's going on, too. It's like, holy crap, it's been a year already. Yeah, I know. It feels like it's been like three or four at this point. Dude, and even then, like we're we're in April. Yeah. Of twenty twenty one. You know, like how did how did we get here so fast? How did that happen? Yeah. I, I remember celebrating on New Year's Day in twenty twenty. Like nothing nothing was wrong. And then now we're over a year, like, oh my god. Like my mind just sometimes I just can't fathom how fast they're moving that's crazy and uh man but yeah the kobe thing yeah that's huge but also um a couple years ago toronto raptors win the nba finals how Mm -hmm. big was that for the country of canada (laughs) because the way i the way i saw it was um in the nba obviously there's teams that represent certain cities but it felt like the raptors were essentially if we would, if we put into like global perspective, it's like Canada has a World Cup team. Yeah, that's that's basically how the country saw it. Like it wasn't even it wasn't even just Toronto. It was no, like no, it Can- wasn't Toronto's team. It was like team. Canada, it was Canada it was, Raptors. Yeah, it wasn't Ontario's team. It was yeah, it was Canada's team. And yeah. like it was everywhere. You'd hear like I'm not from Toronto. Yeah. I'm I'm a whole other province over. Like if you were to drive to Toronto from where I'm at, it's over a day and a half drive oh shit, you know like it's really? yeah it's not it's not an easy drive yeah um sure. but yeah like that was like okay just going into it in terms of the nba like i love watching the playoffs and that's kind of where i'm at for just sports in general i guess um whether it's hockey nfl not really baseball but nba yeah. like i love watching the playoffs like playoffs are so fun regular season i don't have enough time to yeah. in my day to keep up with, you know, to think as much as I'd love to. Games as well. Too. Yeah, exactly, right. And Where then it's the time team. to watch like every single one of them. No, no, no. Yeah, but playoffs, super fun. We get everyone involved, and then especially with the Raptors, um, it gave us something to root for, something to cheer for, you know, because normally we we don't expect to win. Yeah, I, yeah, I never yeah. expected the Raptors to win. Um, you start watching the games, it's like oh. The, they're they're advancing. They're they're in the semis. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. That they're in the finals. You know, it's like it built up a lot of hype uh, around the country, and then even in my city. You know, like being so disconnected from Toronto, we felt that connection. Um, and then in terms of going to the game, yeah, I was um, gonna ask you because I saw that you went to I believe yeah. Game Six, right? Game Four, Game Four, Game Four. Game okay, four. so Game yes. Four. What's the environment like? at oakland or oracle there. oh god dude let me let me how okay 
I'll, I'll kind of get into the whole spiel if, if yeah, yeah. that's cool. No, no, like, no, no. Like how dude, no, no, dude, no worries. But yeah. like, because I feel that um, especially in that area specific, obviously, no matter mm-hmm. what, if like if you went to a Toronto Raptors game, you could feel that energy because yeah. essentially the entire country is rooting for the Raptors. But yeah, essentially like Golden State. They're very passionate about their team. Obviously, they, now, they love their team yeah. now. Now, not so much. But, yeah. you know, they love their team for that era um, when they were when they were the winning team. Whenever when they were always the team to beat, you know. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like just Oakland, like where we were, when we got there, it was whatever. You know, like no one really cared. No one really noticed. You know, they, they, we didn't look like we were foreigners or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As soon as the game was done, though, like even even I guess during the game, like the amount of heckling, the amount of like, just it, it almost felt personal. Like these attacks from from the back, <laughs> and I get it, you know, we, we get into the games, whatever. But it's like at, at the end of the game, the Raptors ended up winning that game, yeah, one yeah. game four. So it's like, oh man, I, I was holding on to my girlfriend, like we're gonna get shot, we're gonna get murdered. We're, we were like walking through alleys trying to catch an Uber out of the stadium because like we're not gonna wait you know we're, there's no way we're gonna get picked up if if we're at the stadium at the arena or whatever at yeah, the Oracle. Yeah. And it was just like oh the amount of people swearing at you from across the street and just oh uh, it was a scary environment um i'd do it again though i would do it again it was a lot of fun um but basically i don't know if you know but i, I won that trip like I, I didn't oh really i didn't pay for it oh i paid for like my the transportation flight, and my flight. food yeah yeah i didn't pay for my flight i didn't pay for the game i didn't pay for my hotel oh what the yeah so there was a contest uh nba was they partnered up with google up here in canada basically they're going to different canadian cities and you know they how the contest worked was there was a hundred different basketballs um in each of these cities or whatever um so when they came to winnipeg i was actually in class at the time and my buddy's like yo you're like my my, my college was like two minutes from where they're doing it so it's like yo you should you should head on over so i i go up to my teacher i'm like yeah i got a doctor's appointment i gotta go so i left i left i just wanted a free basketball i i didn't going into it i didn't expect to, to win, win. Yeah, yeah. yeah to win anything right like they're giving away like google home stuff and then the grand prize was the nba all-inclusive kind of flight and i was like ah you know i, I just want a basketball i don't really have a basketball that's my own so I was like whatever I'll, I'll ditch class for that i get there there's already people in line whatever and then at 12 noon ish is when they start you know letting the line move forward and letting them grab a ball um I was the 99th person in line. So I didn't really have much choice in the matter of what ball I got. The day was June 4th, 2019. The ball I got was June or 6-4, which I guess is June 4th, right? So that's the ball I ended up sticking with, right? I didn't really get to pick. They're all, they're all numbered, right? Yeah. 1 through 100. And then, yeah, the way they did it, they would ask, hey, Google, pick a number from 1 to 100. They gave away like two smart speakers and like a bigger smart speaker. They're like, okay, this is the grand prize. And then lo and behold, Google calls 64. I'm losing my, oh my God. I like, I, I like, that's probably like my greatest memory ever. Just that feeling was so 
unreal so surreal dude i feel like you're the first person that i've ever heard that i know <laughs> that won anything like that like all-inclusive trip to nba finals like dude yeah. you hear about that stuff and you're like oh you know one in one million chance yeah like, so lucky who, am, who like who among people i know are gonna win it let's be real and then hearing that i'm like wow i, I bet you, i bet you thought oh, it was worth skipping class that day for sure Oh, a hundred percent. Dude, I, I came clean the next day when I went to class. I was like, yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't go to the doctor's appointment, but I am going to an NBA game. Yeah. My teachers already like they loved me. So they're like, they're, yeah, go ahead. Go. They're like, you know what, go whatever, go for it. At the end of the day though, like during that year, I traveled so much to like Toronto. Like I think I went to Toronto twice. Like the month before. Oh really? And I missed class. Yeah, yeah. But like that's besides the point. Like shout out to my teachers. They 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 pushed me to do what I wanted to do and whatever. Um, but yeah, like it was unreal. I called my girlfriend. I'm like, uh, we're going to San Francisco. Do you have a passport? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I had to leave. So from from where I was at, it was like downtown Winnipeg. Um, it was maybe a half hour, 45 minute walk to my house. Cause I, I just couldn't believe it. Like that's how I got to school. I'd bus or walk. Yeah. I couldn't hop in a bus, man. Like I was, I was too hyped. I was like, I guess I'm walking. So I walk home, pick up my car, pick up my girlfriend. She leaves work early because the district manager at the time was there. And I was like, you need to leave. You need to go get your passport, get out, you know? So <laughs> we, we pick her up, get her passport done all within the span of a day. And then we, they tell us like, Hey, you're leaving in like three days or whatever. So like that whole experience happened so fast. And we only stayed for one night because we didn't want to miss any more work, miss any more school. Like it wasn't, it wasn't planned. Yeah. Right? Like, as much as we'd love to stay one, it was hella expensive. Like just eating and Ubering everywhere. Like that, that, that was a lot of money. Otherwise everything else was paid for. But yeah, that was a, my greatest moment by far. In my lifetime, like fuck my diploma, fuck my graduation in high school. Like, it's just a weird, weird feeling. Yeah. And I love telling the story because it's like, there's no way, right? There's no way the someone, odds. you know, yeah, it's the, the odds. odds. Honestly yeah. speaking, dude, we're in the same boat. I could care less about my high school diploma, my college <laughs> diploma. It's just a piece of paper that she studied yeah. four years for. Like, exactly. What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything now. Yeah. Know? Especially like once you're out of college, it's like, oh, I graduate college. That's great. Yeah, but it's dude. Like, so did like ten million, like millions of other people. Like, and then not, there's you're people not who did, Yeah, then there's people who had a better degree than me. People who are, you know, going for their bachelor's, their masters, or becoming doctors, get their PhD, whatever. Yeah. And I'm out here. I'm like, I graduated college. That's the bare minimum. I I hit the ceiling and I busted through, and I'm happy. I'm satisfied where I'm at right now. You know. Yeah. Was that the first time you ever visited the U.S. or? Um, no, like we, we're right above North Dakota. Um, oh, so we do okay. long drives like all the time. Well, not right now, obviously yeah. not in like two or three years, but we had make it like, it was basically a Winnipeg, I guess, a meme or a joke that we'd drive down to North Dakota on any long weekend or Minneapolis or oh, okay. um, anything like that. But like we'd, we'd always, but that's yeah, your like, first I, I, time in like Cali then. Is that was my first time in Cali. Yeah. So how's and, that? How's that? Yeah. So I'm, I know with, you only stayed for like a day, but still, yeah, yeah. I mean, even, even within that day though, you, I'm pretty sure you experienced a lot within that day, not 100%. just the NBA finals, but a hundred percent dude, for whatever reason, 
the first thing we did when we landed was we went to the zoo. And I was like, uh, rethinking it, I'm just like, I have a zoo here. You know, I I didn't need to go to a zoo. We have similar animals. They they had cooler stuff than our zoo, but like at the end of the day, it's a zoo, right? You're not doing anything. You're going to see animals. Um, We got to explore a little bit. Um, not a whole lot because yeah. just basically the way the timelines aligned. Um, but yeah, like we went to the zoo, whatever, 10 in the morning, we went to eat lunch and then we had to get to the hotel to check in. And then we had to take an Uber to the game. So like that all happened like so quickly that as much as I wanted to explore the city and see what's out there, I just couldn't. Yeah, um, definitely. I, one thing I did learn one super busy, like, like I, th- I thought Winnipeg traffic was bad. It's nothing compared to it's Cali traffic. Bigger, yeah, bigger state traffic, bigger city traffic. Cali traffic like, is terrible, dude. Yeah, I, I can't even. Oh my god, dude, we were late to the game. I, oh, I don't really? tell people this. I don't tell people this, but we were late to the game. Um, we were. I guess we missed the first two minutes of the first quarter. Okay. Like, yeah, it's it's like nothing, but like. We but were, still, like, you still. Missed, yeah, I know. We you still missed the introductions, announcing the, the line, all that. That still makes the experience of, of yeah. the NBA game, you know. A hundred percent. And I was I was shook. But that's not even our fault. Like one, yeah, the Uber and the traffic was really bad. But two, like when we got there, the hotel actually didn't have my information. Oh, really? So I was like and they're like, you know, you, you could pay for a room. And it's like, bro, I had to come here thinking I was gonna pay for a room. So we spent like an hour in the hotel lobby trying to figure shit out and ah. But besides the point, like, I, I'd love to go back to Cali. And I think I have to learn the differences between NorCal, SoCal. Like, I don't, I still don't know. Like, San Francisco, what is that? NorCal, NorCal SoCal, NorCal, what do I, NorCal, what do I know? NorCal, what do I know? Yeah. You know, I'm a, yeah. I'm a boy living Bro, in a city where there's snow on the ground right now. Yeah. You know? I know nothing about Cali. Yeah. So, uh, kind of getting into it, um, before we actually start talking about you, could you give the people that um, eventually will be watching this on like YouTube or listening to it on other platforms a little brief introduction as to who you are? Ooh. Okay. Well, my name is Jay. I go by Jinzo or Jin on the internet. That is how people know me as. Um, I guess just a matter of who I am as a person, not necessarily as a Twitch streamer or as an entertainer. I feel as though I is... I am one. I am Filipino. Both my parents from the Philippines migrated here to Canada, immigrated, migrated um, to Canada. Um, and I was born here, born and raised. Haven't really left the nest since. Um, true, strong, proud Pinoy Canadian boy. Um, <laughs> as feel as though as I am a family man. Um, right now I'm living with my girlfriend and her daughter. And I love my parents, you know, at the end of the day, I would do anything for my parents as they've, they've, they've sacrificed so much just for me. And I guess this goes for any other Asian American um, kid out there, Yeah, you know, for sure. like all, all, all of our parents, especially when we're, oh man, especially with what's going on right now, but don't want to go get into that, but yeah, like yeah, just the sure. amount of sacrifices they've made just for us to live a a good life quote unquote a good life is just something that i'll hold to myself um forever um but yeah 
I don't know. I used to be a dancer. I'm a dental assistant. I'm a hard worker. Uh, I like to play video games on the side, watch some anime. I'm super into K-pop. What else do you want to know? I mean, I think that's good. But if you want to share more, feel free. But also <laughs> a shout out to our parents. Shout out yes, to all sir. the Asian parents out there. I think like that's like one thing that's so underlooked too. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, I I know a lot of like people that have like really bad relationships with their parents, and I can understand why. But, right. Like I'm blessed that I have a good relationship with my parents. So, I think like when I was in high school, I was like really bullheaded, so I, I would <laughs> always get into arguments. Like I wouldn't study. I was like, yo, fuck mm-hmm. studying, whatever. Like I'm gonna drop out of high school, like do rap. Like I don't care what you. There you go. Think, right. Yeah. But then, so we got into a lot of arguments. But then once you go through college you start to appreciate like oh yes my parents like gave up a lot like yo shit if i had a choice and i was that young would i move to another country for a better life i'd be like "Hmm, i don't know yeah would i have done it i don't know could i do it i I mean sure i probably could have done it but it's like it's still a lot of work though it's like hella pressure too you're coming to a country where like you know nothing you know nothing about yeah i i can't imagine it but um kind of piggybacking off of uh what you said just with butting heads in high school dude that was 100 percent me yeah I've... in high school growing up before i even like moved out i guess of my parents home um i've constant arguments arguments with my parents where are you what are you doing why aren't you at a party or why are you at this party why are you not home why aren't you studying yeah, why aren't you doing this and it's like at, at the end of the day like i look back on it now it's not because they're it's they're not doing that because they're mad at you or they hate you they just concerned. they genuinely just want what's best for you and they're concerned about you right like that's, a, that's all it is it's, it's their love their way of showing love yeah for sure like, i don't know i feel like now like i'm able to appreciate that so much more mm. now that i've grown now that i've kind of moved out on my own become a little more more independent like I'm able to just appreciate everything my parents have done for me and sacrificed and all of that jazz. Yeah, definitely. So let's get right into it. Yes, um, sir. Your start of your Twitch career, you said you started what, 2018, right? <laughs> 2018, 2019? 20, 2018. 2018. It was my first, when I first stream. My first stream was 2018. So your first stream was 2018. Yes. And now looking, looking back, at, uh, when you first started compare, comparing yourself now, how much, uh, how much, what have you learned throughout that time over that extended period of time of streaming? And mm-hmm. how, how do you feel like you've really grown as a person, um, as like an internet personality in a mm-hmm. sense? Okay. Um, well, since that time, when I started, um, like I mentioned earlier, I did it for me. I did it for my friends, you know, like there was no end goal, I guess, in my head of I'm going to be the next Scara. I'm going to be the next disguised toast. I'm going to be the next shroud, you know, like that, that was never in my head. Yeah. Um, all I wanted really was for my gameplay to be out there. And I wanted my friends to watch. Um, and I wanted to be known as like as nerdy as it sounds like I grew up watching the LCS, you know, the league championship series I, I watched competitive league i was like oh i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in competitive league of legends one day you know that, that was me that was me as a high schooler i'm gonna drop out of high school to play league of legends competitively that's what I, that's what i was thinking in my head my parents were like you're fucking crazy so i stuck through 
stuff through school, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I picked up streaming, did it for my friends, whatever, and had no end goal. Here we are in 2021. Um, we just cracked 10K views on on the channel, which oh, is shit. Congrats, insane, man. right? Like, that's, yeah, thank you, thank you. That's crazy. Yeah, unreal. Like, that, that number just doesn't sound real. Um, but in terms of, like, stuff I've learned, um, I, I made this, I guess, as a joke on TikTok uh, recently was just, you know, friends and IRL family, people I know in real life, you know, not showing support. And I feel like I mentioned this at least once a month on stream. It's just the community on Twitch that, that exists now, again, this didn't really exist for me back in 2018, but that I exi that exists now that like this small streamer, this hashtag small streamer community, like super supportive people, super nice people. And I haven't been able to kind of feel that genuineness in a lot of like real life friends, real life family. Yeah, I feel you with that. Right? 1, like, like that, that, it doesn't exist. And it's not like I'm asking my friends and family, you know, oh, you know, you, you need to sub to me. You need to donate. You need to buy my merch. You need to do all this. You need to pay money to support me. Yeah, yeah. That's not what it is. But it's just all like I more ask, so like put put my you, stream on. Yeah, you don't have put, to like watch or interact. Just yeah. put it on the background, right? But it's just like hard because I, I kind of related to you when you when I saw that TikTok, I was like, I started thinking about my IRL friends versus mm -hmm. the friends I made online. And on my Twitter I made a, a comment saying, I feel like my online friends are more genuine than the friends that I made in real life. Right. A hundred percent, dude. And I'm not I'm not bashing my 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 IRL friends that do support my stream. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I see biceps, I see Clarion, I see I see these people in your chat, you know, that I've known for so long. And they're they're part of this community. Yeah, definitely. I'm talking about the people who, you know, is it hard to keep a tab open? Is it hard to make an account? You know, I know people out there who are selling and scamming people. And it's like you're selling and scamming to your friends, right? Like I'm not about that. I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. I'm not, I'm not selling you anything. You know, at the end of the day, I'm selling myself for free. I'm out here on the internet for free. My content is free. It's there for you to enjoy. And I want you to be a part of it so we can celebrate my successes together and also celebrate your successes with you once you get there, you know? Yeah. Cause, uh, and it's been yeah, sorry. Sorry for cutting you no, off. No, 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 no worries. Longer. But like, that was like the biggest, I guess, struggle in 2018 2019 when i was streaming just i didn't have viewers i didn't have a twitch community you know my only viewer would be my tab open yeah and then two of my irl friends dropping by to say hi whatever yeah yeah you know being there because it's like hard too because i had a lot of irl friends that were talking so loudly that they would be like, oh, yeah, we'll be on your stream, like, all the time. And, like, we'll be super involved. And, like, every so often, like, I get so frustrated, like, if streaming isn't going, like, in the direction I hope. And so I'd be on my story. I'm like, damn, I'm, like, frustrated as fuck. Like, I wish stream would be better. And then they would, like, message me and be like, oh, who's, like, who's not supporting you? I'm like, I'm directing this at you guys. Because <laughs> you. You, you guys were the ones that were like telling me first. I never asked to be like, yo, can you support my stream? Like you guys mm -hmm. are the ones that were saying it. And you then all of a sudden you got like mm -hmm. disappear. 
And it's just so hard because I don't know if you feel this way and I'll ask you, but with some of your friends, um, I feel like in my case with my friends, a lot of my IRL friends don't understand what like how passionate I am about streaming, how serious I want to take it, but they don't take that time to want to understand. But they expect you to mm. understand whatever circumstances they're yes. going through, no matter what. Right. Like they're, they're, they might have an issue with like their family or like someone might be sick or like they might have something that's going on. But they want you to understand like, oh, this is why I can't like hang out with you. Like, I don't care mm -hmm. if we can't hang out. Like if we're friends, like, dude, we'll just make time whenever you're like everything's resolved. But it's also on the other flip side where I'm telling them like I'm really passionate about streaming. Like I'm actually taking this seriously. And like, if you guys could show a little bit, and like, you guys told me a little bit, you would show support, but then you're not even showing that. But you, I don't mm -hmm. think you understand the gravity of like your words right now, like right. how much it affects me because of what little action you're taking right now. A hundred and ten percent, dude. You, you you get those people, you know, the people who share my posts are the people I've met online. Yeah, dude. Same here. The people who don't share my posts are the people who said they would support whatever I do in life, you know, like those, those are the people who aren't supporting, who aren't showing that like, like at the end of the day, like I said, that stuff's free, a retweet, a repost, that stuff's free. And if it bothers you that much that maybe you're not interested in gaming, maybe you're not interested in the entertainment aspect of Twitch. Maybe that's not you. That's never been you. But at the end of the day, that's something I'm interested in. You know, if I was a dancer, if I was a singer, you'd be reposting my covers. Yeah, definitely. You'd be reposting my choreography, but you won't be reposting my Twitch stuff because it's it's different because it's a niche. It's it's not the norm or whatever, you know? Like I don't know, like I 100% agree with you like people people will have their own things, right? By all means. But don't expect me I guess to be there for you if you're not if you're not being there for me, you know? Yeah. And it's like sad too because I think there was like this stigma when I first like before obviously COVID and the pandemic had happened with like online friends like oh you don't know what kind of people you'll meet out there like what if some people are trying to like scam you or like they're catfishing you or whatever right but then as I started getting more involved with Twitch and like getting involved with like other people's streams I could see the genuineness like interaction that I'm having with like a lot of streamers because they're the ones that are more excited about coming onto the podcast. Like, that's the thing that's like so like mind blowing to me right now is that like when I asked you, yo, can you come onto the pod? You're like, dude, I'm so fucking down. Yeah, Let's get to it. Know right? When. Yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah, right yeah, away. 100%. A lot of IRL people that I've asked to come onto the podcast, they were like, oh, hold on. Let me check my schedule. Oh, wait, can you like do this Google Calendar thing for me? Or like, oh, I'm, I'm like really busy until the end of this month. Like, would sometime like next month where like dude you're acting so hollywood like yeah like are you acting what what's your reasoning for acting like this like what do you think you have like better numbers than i do or yeah. something like okay if we're talking about like numbers for instance i like i'm gonna be real with them like if we're gonna talk about numbers here i should be the one acting like this way to you but mm -hmm. i'm not i like, should be pulling all it's, i should be the one pulling this shit like i have over thirty six thousand followers on tiktok you want to play this game right yeah. now like I have over 2,000 followers on Instagram. How many followers you got? Like 800, 1,000? Like I have double that number and you're going to be playing this Hollywood game with me. But then it's just like so shocking to me because even getting like Bri Brian, um, Brian, like last mm -hmm. week, 
this dude was like, dude, when are you going to put me on the pod? I'm like, dude, I want you on the pod. Like, let's get this done. And it, it, it was no issues. It was just yeah, a seamless, it happened. Like, yeah. seamless like scheduling and everything and no issues where I didn't have to constantly reach out and be like, oh, does this work? Or on the day of, like, oh, just double checking. Does this time? Yeah, work for like, you? yeah, you didn't need to. You don't need to. Yeah, what, exactly. what do you need to double check for? There's no account of, like, in a sense, I feel like a lot of the people I've met are very self accountable. You know, yeah. like, you don't have to hold them accountable. There's no reason for, like, oh, shoot, dude, a family thing came up, or, oh, shoot, like, I'm doing this. Like, even if um, that had happened too, like, I know you would have told me ahead of time. Yeah. And I've been exactly, like, yo, this, right? that's cool. Like, it's we can always, re- we can always yeah. like reschedule it. But that's what, like, for me, what I've started realizing is, and what you were like, kind of, when you made that TikTok, like, I, I, I could see it's kind of a joke, but then also on the flip side, I'm like, it's very real. It's very yeah, real. 1000%. Yeah. That's where, I, like, that's where for me, I started realizing, oh, some of my real friends or like some of the most genuine people I have never met in life, like in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just sad to me sometimes. Cause I'm just like, you know, we've had this history and like, you spent so much time. Exactly. So the history, time, the history is there. You start to see the true colors of certain mm-hmm. people. Like when we talk about like true colors too, I know um, this is like a little bit of a deeper topic, but um, obviously with the whole, um situations going on um asian hate within the u.s i'm not sure if it's happening in canada um probably is but it's not just being it's not being covered as uh as seriously as the u.s or something like that i like i don't don't even know but i'm sure it's happening um overall reactions to obviously obviously you're gonna feel um upset obviously against the asian hate but What's your um, reaction to the reception that the coverage of Asian hate is getting on with right now? Not not just within the media sources, but also how people like you see on like Instagram, how they're reacting to everything. What's mm. your overall reaction to that? So, yeah, I'll get to the question in terms of like just uh, my overall reaction just to yeah, everything. Yeah. But in terms of like, is it happening in Canada? Yes. And is it the same level? No. Um, I feel like Canada is always not stereotyped, but painted as like this pretty picture as like the perfect America, you know, like everyone's like, oh, like, again, I, I don't want to get into your politics too much. Yeah, but, like, yeah, everyone's yeah. like, oh, I'm moving to Canada. If Trump wins again, or I'm doing this, if this happens and I'm going up to Canada or I'm moving my ass to Canada and Canada, what people don't see on the outside is we're very much like America, um, in the sense of like this racism exists, cops aren't always the nicest people, dude. We, I seen it locally, like it, in in my city, you know. Like yeah. I'm not even Toronto, I'm not even Vancouver, I'm in a smaller city with like two million people or whatever the case may be. There isn't a whole bunch of us here, um, and it's happening here. Um, in terms of my whole response to the whole thing, um, it's a little scary for me personally. I like again, it's it's a touchy thing. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah get into it too deeply but like just with it being shared everywhere you know like i felt like especially last month march and february is kind of when it kind of peaked um with it being shared i feel like one it's there's a there's a, there's a good side and a bad side to it you yeah, know definitely. like with, with there being a new incident every single day and then it being blasted all over my social media, it being blasted on my stories. 
I personally try to limit what I share. Um, does that mean I don't support um, the anti-Asian hate movement? No, no, of course yeah. I, I I support that a hundred percent, dude. Look at my look at my skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I'm exactly. Filipino. Like, I, why wouldn't I? But at the end of the day, there's so many like so much of this negativity on social media where it's like you see these people who who almost just want the clout. Yeah, um, clout chasing. Yeah, yeah. Whether whether it's person was it whether it's the person sharing or someone viewing the post. Let's say someone views the post and it's like, oh, I just got to go beat up an Asian grandma and I'll show up on the news. You know, like whether whether it's um, good news or bad news, you made the headlines, right? Like, like that, that's what some people want. That's what some people are wired to think as. And it's kind of fucked up because it's like all this is out there and all these people are seeing it. All these people with that mentality are seeing it. It's like to get famous, I just got to do this one thing. Infamous, famous, whatever, interchangeable terms at this point. But that's why I try to limit what I share regarding this, regarding any sort of not controversial movement, but just polarizing movement. Yeah. You know, like with the Black Lives movement that's happening, and especially with the incident that just happened in Minnesota. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's fucked up, right? Like that is absolutely fucked up. And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't stand by any of that. I don't stand by the Asian hate, um, uh, black lives matter movement. I'm a full supporter, but at the end of the day, I find it hard for me to kind of express my distaste for the clout chasing behind it, yeah, you know, like sure. whether it's, whether it's a social media influencer or someone reading the post and using that as their way to get, to fame to get to their infamous whatever they want to call it yeah i don't know like i am very i guess just reserved and careful and i guess i should have a louder voice especially with me being on social media now like it, but, as an entertainer as a yeah, yeah. personality like i should voice my opinion and i guess that's what i'm struggling with is just finding a way to confidently and just correctly share information you know yeah. i don't know it's because it's not i don't think you have anything wrong with that if you have like reservations about posting and everything because some people don't want to post like negative things or mm -hmm. they, they just want to keep it positive but the biggest issue i was seeing obviously obviously one the crimes that have been happening but then the other the other flip side of the aspect is um there were a lot of people that I knew like I was following on Instagram and like even to a certain degree like TikTok that were necessarily only doing it because it was a trend. Right. They were there was never the intention that like they actually cared about what was going on, but rather everyone else is doing it. I'm Asian, so I have to do it. Right. That was the mindset that I was seeing mm -hmm. with a lot of them because a lot of these people what they were thinking about that I knew they were saying stuff always like, especially like ABGs, Asian girls that were like, oh yeah, like I, I would never date like an Asian guy. Like, oh, Asian guys are like, oh, like, oh, Asian culture, no thank you. And then all of a sudden they're like, protect Asian lives. They matter yeah. so much. But then same, but then legitimately the day, a day later, 
they'd be going out to brunch or like they'd be like drinking or something and then mm-hmm. they do like a boomerang of them like like cheering like they're doing their shot glasses together and that for me was it was rubbing me off such a wrong way because there was also that aspect but then also the other flip side of it is with black lives in and like in the u.s what um what i started coming to full terms and understanding was that the movement of black lives matter was so important because it's because if we acknowledge black lives then we can acknowledge all the other minorities Mm -hmm. and i'm sure it's the same way in canada too where it doesn't matter about like whether they like they see asian people as a model minority at the end of the day we're the minority regardless right we're not white yeah if you're not showing support for black lives how the hell do you expect people to support like asian lives at that point exactly and that for me was it was really rubbing me off the wrong way because a lot of people i knew they weren't they weren't about that they weren't about they weren't having like those difficult conversations they weren't doing anything to educate themselves further or they weren't even doing anything to really help out certain causes like i'm not saying you have to donate with it right but educate yourself but you're not even learn about it yeah yeah exactly and that for me was rubbing me off the wrong way so i mean i guess like yeah you could repost it it's great but whatever yeah what's your heart really telling you though yeah what's well, why'd you repost it like, why is you your intention it? behind yeah. it and if you don't have that good intention then honestly for me it can mean it can mean jack shit mm-hmm. i 100 percent agree if you don't know why you're doing something or why you're posting something or why you're saying something then why are you doing that in the first place you know exactly. like i feel like i feel like at the end of the day we're so quick because everything's instant right we're so quick to just spew out an opinion whether it's wrong, whether it's correct, whether it's educated, whether it's just coming out of your ass, it's an opinion that's out there, whether like, and that, that can be someone's influence, you know? Yeah. Like, let's say, you know, I hate McDonald's coffee based on what grounds. Oh, I've never had their coffee before. Where's that coming from? Well, why, why do you hate the coffee then? Why, why, why is that? Why is that your opinion on it? You yeah, know, like exactly. it, it comes from a non-educated, non kind of, experience standpoint where it's like you you really shouldn't be spewing an opinion yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't be influencing other people you shouldn't be saying these things because you're an influence to other people right exactly so it's i don't know i i like i obviously see both yeah the I, positive and negative yeah. of sharing and with everything but yeah i think like kinda... for me it's not even i can see both sides but it's the biggest thing is what's your intent and what's your heart yeah. behind it. Uh, when so you talked about influence, um, a lot of people that follow you typically say the quote "Jinzo on the motherfucking mic." Where did that come from? Uh, yeah. I, I I wish I could tell you. Um, it it genuinely started like this whole thing. That term, that kind of phrase, Jinzo on the mic, that started with me making an invitation to my birthday party. And that's, that's what I said. Like, every year I do, like, a different little invitation for my birthday parties, whether it was, like, an edited video, uh, some rap, some poem, whatever. This is the first time I did, like, a rap kind of music video type vibe. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should totally do this. And then... Like since, <laughs> yeah, since that video, like I, I've done my uh like a channel trailer for my friend 
with me rapping in the background. Oh, I've shit. done like a, a birthday present of me rapping for my friend, you know? And it's just a music, uh, a compilation of her clips. And then at each time I've said that, and it kind of just stuck since then. And even on stream, you know, like if I pop off, I'll say it. Jinzo on the motherfucking mic yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'll get I'll get a 2K, I'll get a 3K, and I'll go, Jinzo on the fucking mic, you know? It's like, why? I don't know. It's it's there. It's it's part of who I am. And, you know, I'm not a good rapper. I, I will never, never admit to being a good rapper. I do it for fun. Yeah. Right? Like, I, That's all at that the end matters, of the day, dude. Yeah, like, I enjoy doing it. Am I good? No. People request me to drop a bar and freestyle all the time on my stream. Do they always come out super good, super well put together? No. Freestyle. Half the time, hard. yeah. Freestyle half the time, so I'm hard. I'm rapping words with themselves, you know? Like, half the time, I can't even hit the beat at the same time. But yes, freestyling is a whole nother level. I enjoy doing it. I'm not good at it, but, like, it's, it's fun. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that it's stuck. It's kind of given me something, a catchphrase, I guess. Something that sticks. Something that's very easily memorable. And something at the end of the day that came from something fun, you know, it wasn't forced. It wasn't like you have hey guys, to say Jinzo yeah, on the mic whenever yeah, you come on this stream. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey guys, this is my catchphrase. Uh, you know, I'm not telling people that. Yeah, I feel but, it, yeah. But people have attached that to me and have almost rebranded me in a sense. Some discords, my nickname is Jinzo on the fucking mic. It's like, why? I don't fucking know, but I'll take it. I'll take it. But. So you talked about rap. How's that going? <laughs> How's the rap going? Uh, yeah. Um, like I said, was it I like a recent thing you like? You recent thing you picked up, right? Yeah. It wasn't like I said. It wasn't ever meant to be anything serious or real by any means, um, and it still isn't. Like at the end of the day, I still. I still don't really want to be a rapper. You know, like yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not producing my next mixtape in my head right now uh, no because i don't think i have anything to say or anything interesting to rap about um however i will gladly like rap for fun you know like no problem reading um my stepdaughter's like dr seuss books you know i'll read those to a beat just because it's fun that way it's, yeah, it's it makes it interesting it makes it different for her and she enjoys it. And that's kind of where this kind of started was that. And then it became me making silly videos and then me making videos for my friends. And then I eventually got like requests to do like channel trailers for people. I haven't really done them yet, but like it's something that I could dwell in and dive into. It's just, again, this was never meant to be something real. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone seems to enjoy it. Everyone seems to have fun with it. So I stuck with it. It stays on the channel. Um, and then when people ask me to rap, I, I do my best. But yeah, it is. I feel you. As How did you get into it? Like, like I, obviously, you're asking me as a rookie. Because I, 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 like I said, uh, I don't rap. But, but you did mention that you kind of, I know this is your podcast, but I got I to gotta ask. No, no, it's like, all good. <laughs> yeah. How did, how did you, I guess, start getting into it and kind of stick with it and so yeah yeah i mean because i i studied cello from when i was five up until i was 19 so 14 years oh, right shit. so around when i was like 15 or 16 i was kind of getting sick of classical music so i was like right i want to make my own shit like 
I'm tired of listening to classical. Like I'm in high school now. You know, you know that the feeling like oh, I'm in high school. I'm like mature or something, some <laughs> shit like that. Like I got, I got to yeah. deal with like I got to listen to cool shit. Classical isn't cool, so I started rapping there. And then in my high school, there were a bunch of white kids that were there. There was like a group of white kids that would they would like stand around in a circle and they would like rap every morning or freestyle. Oh wow. But they weren't good. But I was like, yo, these dudes, like, if I get in there, I know I can kill these guys. So then I just started <laughs> doing it, and I had a lot of fun with it. And I got into battle rapping first. So from uh, halfway ah. into the freshman year until the end of my senior year, I was into battle rapping. And that was, like, har- largely inspired by um, MC Jin, Dumbfounded, two Asian, like, dudes that were, hey, killing, dumbfounded, were dude. killing it. Yeah, yes. And that really inspired me. And then once I got into college, I was like, all right, I'll just start making real music. Um, towards the end of my senior year of co- uh, no, junior year, I released my first mixtape. But that was because I was going through such a, like, a bad depressive um, state at that time that mm-hmm. my goal for that mixtape wasn't about, oh, let's get this popping. Let's get people to push out and listen to. It was if one person listens to this mixtape and they can feel... <laughs> like a sense of relation or they could they relate to it okay that's all that mattered to me that was my only nice dude and then my senior year i got into fashion so i kind of stopped rapping but then right when i saw the brian xt freestyle on his stream it kind of sparked that fire in me again like oh yeah i don't rap like as much as i used to before but i could still do it for fun and i think Mm. when i started doing it for fun it, it produced a lot better results than when I was actually taking it seriously. So when, when we talked about like doing the Twitch ciphers and everything, or even when yes, I was doing down, down Bad Remix with him, it was a lot of just like non-pressure on me where I'm like, I know what I'm capable of, but I don't have to feel like I have to be super killer on this because there's, right. no, there's no point of me trying to go try hard. Like I'm just have, I'm having fun with the homies. That's it. And that's why for me, um, going back onto Twitch and doing these rap things again, it's been it's been like a breath of fresh air because at one point in time, my life was very much involved with it. But now, obviously not anymore. But I think when I when I collaborate with streamers and like especially because Twitch is like my main platform now where I'm like really trying yeah. to like influence people. When I see other streamers and they're like hitting me up and they're like, yo, I'm thinking about doing this for rap. What, what's your thoughts on it i'm like dude i'd be so down and it's like it's still like a little bit there where the passion is still there but it's not as strong as it used to be yes i yeah 100 percent feel that like it, it still exists like don't get me wrong like with me and dancing yeah i still love doing it I, that's why i do it you know that's why i do it on stream because it's something i love to do it's still not something that i aspire to be i don't aspire to be a dancer don't get me wrong like like that's never gonna be me yeah for um, sure but doing it for fun now, like me and my friends are recording K-pop dance covers. Like that's that, that shit's for fun. Yeah, but it, 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 it just it just it just puts such a huge yeah. burden off your shoulders. It's yeah. because when you actually, because I'm pretty sure you felt this way too, is when you were thinking about becoming a legit dancer, there was so much pressure, not from external, but you're putting on yourself. Myself. Where you're yes. like, oh man, like people might say like, oh, you killed it. But you're like, nah. You know, you know, mentally. Like, did I kill it? Did, did I, I kill it? It's like, he nah. killed it. He killed, he killed it. it. It wasn't me, you know? Yeah. Like, yes. Ah, too real. Too real. Yes. Way too real. 
So you mentioned now that you have a stepdaughter. How much has your life changed now? Um, going from someone that had to only really worry about himself, but now obviously with you and your girlfriend, you guys are working together, taking mm -hmm. care of someone. Uh, how much has your life uh, been altered that way? And uh, obviously with the pandemic, I definitely feel like you definitely got like a lot closer with her because yep. she's not going out to school, not in school. or anything. Yeah. You're always home all the time. So what's that um, like? Yeah, dude, being a, being a dad is, it's hard. Um, at the end of the day, you know, you got to sacrifice some of the things you want to do just to make sure that your kid is enjoying, enjoying what they're doing, you know? Um, like there are times where it's like, oh yeah, I want to do this, but it's like, oh, I got to drop her off to places or I got to bring her to her cousin's house and let her, you know, experience that. Um, because at the end of the day, it's, it's not really about me anymore. It's, it's about her and making sure she enjoys life and I don't know, enjoys living, right? Like the, there's more to life than just being on your iPad, being, playing with toys there's a like i remember my childhood right and at the end of the day i want my kids and my future kids to to have a similar childhood where it's like wow this is so wholesome you know like i got to do so much i got to be outside you know like have all these memories whereas i feel like a lot of the times with kids these days they're on tiktok they're on twitter they're on they're on social media when they shouldn't be right and i get it you know every generation has their thing like we had you know, Nintendo DSs, we had PSPs, we had Game Boy Advances, we had technology. But I think most of our time, though, before then, was spent outside. Was spent outside, yes. Because Dude, back then, like computers and everything, those weren't what, like wasn't a thing. Wasn't developed. They weren't like developed as they are now. Mm -hmm. Back then, Twitch didn't even exist. Didn't <laughs> even exist. It was not a platform. So, YouTube wasn't a platform. Yeah. So we were like, sense. so our like mode of like entertainment was, yo, my friends are going outside to ride yeah. a bike or. Like back then, the only thing I remember is going to like a park was like the best thing in the world. All day. Yeah. All day in the summer, dude. Yeah. I tried getting my daughter to ride a bike last year and she, she hates it. Really? So we're going to retry again once the snow melts. But like she, she, she's not an outdoors type. And she, she in general, like being outside isn't her favorite thing. She loves to swim, which is fun. That's why we try to head out a beach or a pool every, every summer. But like bike riding and like all the stuff that I enjoyed as a kid. It doesn't seem like it's for her. And that, and that's at the end of the day, that's fair. There are kids who are like that, right? Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure I'm doing right by her by not like, I guess, forcing her to do what I want, what, what I expect a kid would want to do, yeah. you know? Like, I don't want to be that guy's like, hey, you should ride a bike. It's like, I don't want to ride a bike. It's like, no, you're riding a you, bike you have today. To. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that's not me. And I, every day, is, every day you're learning, right? Especially with this i'm 23 turning 24 right like i that's pretty young yeah it's hella young and i'm out here not only providing for myself providing for my girlfriend providing for our daughter and then at the end of the day i want to give back to my parents too right um so that aspect of life hit a lot harder um yeah it was just learning to guess not live just for myself yeah learning to be less selfish about those things um it's something you learn like i, I can't i can't just spend 30 dollars on 
Valorant skins or whatever, you know, like that $30 could go towards her, go towards a toy, go, go towards something she wants. Yeah. And yes, as young and immature it is for me to even think that it, it's true regardless, you know, yeah, like no whether, whether I was 40 years old, if I wanted to buy some weights or a pet, you know, I, I still got to think of my family first at the end of the day. Yeah. So. But also I feel like it, it gives you like a new perspective on life as mm -hmm. well talk about that for a little bit <laughs> let's see like I, i'm really curious because i didn't even know because like when when i when i saw you on streams and everything and getting to know you i thought you were just like a guy with a girlfriend but then mm -hmm. come to find out you're actually like a stepdad i'm like whoa, whoa this, this is kind of like it's, it's not like i'm like looking at it negatively but it's like this is crazy right because is, we're is like we're, we're the same like roughly the same age and yeah well, essentially, you're at like a different life stage than I am right now, <laughs> despite being the same age. So it's like really interesting to hear from your perspective about. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. At the end of the day, I think it's still like, well, you know, like I'm 23. I have my whole life ahead of me still. Yeah, it's not but, like it's over now. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here raising a kid, but like, just that perspective of it. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, I'm learning a lot more from her than she is from me. Mm. um i'm learning in a sense like you know not just what kids like what kids like to do or what kids are into but how they behave and just how hard it was to be a parent too for my parents you know definitely i didn't realize how stubborn i was as a kid i didn't realize how annoying it was this is what i, I realized with her is she takes forever to eat and it's like, man, was I like that with my parents? Like, did I take hours to eat my food? Like, oh, it's so frustrating. And it, why is it frustrating? Because it, it shouldn't take that long to eat. But it does. And it's like, oh, man, as a kid, I probably did that same thing to my parents. Because they, I remember they would always tell me, like, you better be done in an hour. You better be done in half an hour. Whatever it was. And here I am pulling the same shit my parents did. I'm like, you better be done eating in the next hour or you can't watch TV, you know? You, or you better do your homework or you can't, you know, like I'm yeah. like grounding a kid. And it's like, bro, when I'm a parent, I'm never grounding my kid. You know, that's how I saw it. I'm going to be the cool parent. I'm going to let my kid do whatever they want. But no, it doesn't work like that. They, they don't learn. They don't. Holy smokes. This is a whole nother like tangent. Another yeah, topic. There's, there's a like, whole nother podcast yeah, right there. Yeah, but like, if you want to oh, come on for another pod yeah, dude, and talk about talk this, about hit dad. me up, bro. <laughs> I, I would love to bring you on again, bro. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> bro, it's, 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 a, it's a whole mission and a half. But like, like you said, at the end of the day, I'm always learning and just kind of backtracking, just kind of remembering how I was raised as a kid and how my parents raised me. Um, I try to implement that into my, I guess, parenting, my, my daddyhood, my fathership. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's things that they did that are technically illegal. Yeah, like being um, your child. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Back yeah, then yeah. when we were younger, yeah. grounding Dude, sounded was, like no. heaven. Yeah. Like, I would hear my white friends, they'd be like, oh, my parents grounded me. I'm like, that's That's it? it? That's all you got? I'm like, you, dude, like, you I'd, rather, watch TV? I'd rather get grounded at this point. Like, yo, like my mom, yeah. she would like take whatever was in her hand. And whatever. Like, start smacking the shit out yeah. of me. And that was the norm. Right? That was like, the norm. Would, dude, I, I would threaten to call the police on my parents. And they're like, go ahead. 
Where yeah. are you gonna go? It's like where are you, you gonna, gonna go? stay with? Like, it's like, oh, you're gonna call. Who's them gonna probably. feed you? No one's yeah. gonna feed you. <laughs> it's like, but like, fuck, I was scared. Like, I couldn't do anything. But now it's like, you know, all that shit's frowned upon, and I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I, I, I was like, it's like weirdly enough, like, like yeah. oddly enough, we didn't go to jail though. Yeah, like we, we I, don't I'm like hate our parents. We don't. Yeah, hate, we, don't we don't hate, hate our, our parents. parents. <laughs> like, yeah, it worked. It worked. There's a scientific sense. method behind it, apparently. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. But yeah, I don't know. Like, it's wild to think that way. But yeah, some of the stuff the parents did, obviously, I would never do. Um, I would like to sometimes. Sometimes you oh. just want to. Sometimes you I just want to. imagine. Like, you, you know? You're, you're like, you have a bad day at kid. work. You come yeah. back home. They're not cooperating. They're making a mess. Dude, oh, that, that happened recently. <laughs> I got home from the gym and then, like, I, I come home full cup of coffee just spilt on the floor it's like why you saw that there it's like ah uh, but yeah i know i know at the end of the day yeah i, I, I gotta keep learning right yeah. and i feel like that'll come especially once with, i have with time to my own kid too right yeah. like like i love i love my stepdaughter and i love everything she brings but it's like something about being able to produce and have that blood attachment like I don't know. I, I'm going to learn from the start. You know, I, I don't know how to learn. I don't know how to change a diaper. I didn't know her when she was that age. I didn't get to learn that. I didn't get to experience that. So on top of learning how to raise a seven and eight year old, I'm going to have to learn how to raise a newborn, how to do all that, you know? Yeah, definitely. So that, that's still all going to be new to me as much as I've experienced, I guess you could say I have a being a father. None of that's gonna help me when it comes to changing a dirty diarrhea diaper. Yeah, <laughs> but on the bright side, though, your future kid and your current stepdaughter has a cool hip dad <laughs> who's uh, currently on TikTok <laughs> and Twitch. Uh, seeing that you just started on to TikTok, what when yes. did you actually start on TikTok, and uh, what's your overall experience of uh, TikTok as of right now? <laughs> What have you learned also? Yeah, about dude, uh, I'm excited to talk about it, dude. I literally just checked out your TikTok. I didn't realize you had 36k. I, I was watching videos with my girlfriend. I was like, Ernie's at 36k followers. And she, oh man, that's wild. Good for you, dude. Good for you. Congrats, yeah, that was luck. Congrats that, on that. That was luck. Congrats on that. But um, on TikTok, I think I started, like my first clip on there was posted in January or February. Of this year? Of that. Yeah. Oh, and it was wow. Just, it was just a Twitch clip. Like it was just... I was like, whatever. I know to, I know to edit. I know to video edit. Yeah, for sure. And I could put that together. Um, so I did that. Whatever. Posted it. I didn't expect anything of it. Whatever. I just thought it was funny. And it was a good way to share my stuff on IG. I, I've had Instagram for a while. So I was like, okay, I'll just use this to share um, the same recycled, recycled content or whatever. And then it wasn't until recently, like end of March. Um, there's this streamer like that's friends with my other streamer friends. Her name's Yuzuju, Yuzuju, Yuzuju. Anyway, Yuzu, that's what she goes by. Um, shout out to Yuzu. I don't know yeah, you, but shout out yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, she, she's been on that TikTok grind and she posts like one or two, at least three TikToks a day or whatever. Um, it's difficult, and, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry to but, cut you off here, but on my 36K one, it was all fashion content. At some point, I got so burned out. 100%. I believe that. It is ridiculous. I could totally see that happening too, like just burning out from that. But like, yeah, um, 
my buddies are telling me about how she blew up off of TikTok. And then that's when I thought about like, what do I want to do with Twitch? Do I want to blow up? Do I want to be big? And I, I gave it some thought. And then if TikTok helps me get there, then fine. So I kind of delve deeper into it. Um, before I started posting like regular TikToks of just me, the second TikTok that's there came from Brian Man's tourney against you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, saw yeah, yeah. The, the drunk clutch or whatever. And then that's when I decided, you know, I want to start posting like actual content on here rather than just recycling my my Twitch stuff. Like at the end of the day, it's free content. I'll recycle whatever, and you know, that's less work for me than having to stand in a mirror for 30 seconds and film a dance or film me saying something. It's like, so hard. Dude, dude I, can Im- I can't imagine. Like, I was watching how-tos on TikToks and people were like, yeah, you record a bunch in one session and then you post them accordingly. And then I'm like, but the outfit's got to change. You got to do this. You got to... Oh, my God. I-, I couldn't even imagine. When I first started, like, my very first one I posted... Hold on. Which one was... I think the first one I posted was the one we were just referencing earlier about, like, just the phoenix friends with our friends and stuff yeah 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 like the supportive community on twitch or whatever that was the first one i took the time to actually like do plan out and everything yeah and i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be easy i hop on i have no idea how to use the editing software i have no idea how to trim i have no idea how to pull a sound i have no idea um where to put captions how to make captions say something how to make captions stay for a certain period of time all of this crap like going through my mind that one TikTok, that took me almost an hour just to film everything, yeah, cut yeah. everything, and then, and then edit everything on their software. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm a boomer. So, like, I tried messing around. And even now, like, if you ask me to film a TikTok now, it'll still take me a half an hour, 40 minutes. Dude, like, I'm getting better. I'm understanding the platform a little bit more. I don't necessarily get algorithms. Mm. I'll figure that out as we go along. But, like hashtags and all that ooh, just a whole nother world for me but it's like i i want to use it to promote myself basically mm, yeah. and I, I and i understand that that's what a lot of people are using it for is because that's the community it's like furthering your brand image essentially yeah yeah, yeah or like exactly. rebranding yourself yeah. yeah yeah definitely i could see that and that's why my handle's the same everywhere yeah yeah because when i first started on twitch it was jinzo with an l no it's it was jinzo with an l a lowercase l but people couldn't find me and then it was different on instagram it was different on tiktok it was different on twitter and then whenever i was on people's streams and they shout me out they shout out the wrong jinzo they shout out the wrong person and it became this almost confusion of brand identity of who i was so i figured january february is when i just rebranded everything. It's Jinzo on everything. And then now people are finding me, which is that's what really I want, good. Right? Like discoverability is what you want, right? That's that's like interesting. Cause I was in the same predicament as you when I first started streaming, which is late October of last year. Um my my initial one was it's Ernie Kim, but Ernie was spelled with three E's and Kim was spelled with two M's. <laughs> and I was like, people were asking me, yo, what's your Twitch? I want to follow. It's Ernie Kim. And they're like, I can't find you. And I'm like, oh, three E's, two M's. Yeah. So then I switched it to It's the G-O because that was like my old rap um, signature sound. 
So like before I went on the on the verse, oh, I would be like, I, I, I would like rap. I'd be like, it's like whenever I feature on a homie's like track or whenever I would like r- like rap my own stuff, I'd be like, yo, it's a go. And then I would holy go shit, it, go into it, right? And then that's what that's where that's where everything like that's where it stemmed from. And then I remember, then I started thinking about it. I was like, the reason why I stopped that was because I stopped rapping. So I like, I don't want anything to do with the rap game anymore. Ah, yes. But then when I was thinking about rebranding and everything, I was like, you know what? It's the GO. Like all, everyone that like knew me or like people even like, like it was so wild for me because when my sister graduated high school, that's when I released my mixtape. Apparently like 10, 20 kids from her high school actually heard my mixtape. And like they knew that she, I was her brother. So like when I yeah. went to her graduation, they're like, "Yo, it's the Go, right?" I was like, "Wait, me?" I was like, yeah. "Bro, this 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 track only has like two hundred like listens. Like, how the fuck? How did you? How did it get to? Yeah, it's like no. I was like, "Oh, we're one of the two hundred. I was like, "No fucking way!" I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm 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 just gonna." And then that that was like wild for me. So I thought, okay, if people in my sister's high school remember it's the Go, I'm pretty sure if I told millions of other people this is what my handle is they're gonna be able to find it like mad quick a hundred percent so yeah that's why i changed it but that a lot of people actually didn't know that because they're like oh why is it it's the go i was like because there's like a little bit history with like that because i I, that was my username for all platforms to begin with and then i switched it after switched it off after but then i switched it again so switched it back that's nice though you you kind of discovered discovered why and the why behind your name and where it comes from and like me i'm just an off-brand Yu-Gi-Oh card you know why but still know, it's was, still catchy that cool. though that's all yeah. that matters that's true but yeah, uh yeah true. overall with that tiktok stuff i mean you you're talking about like it takes you an hour there were, there was yeah. a trend back then like early of 2020 is when i started but there was a trend where there was like people doing transition Videos. yes it was basically it was musically right like yeah. tiktok was glorified musically yeah and i i, I see i've seen musically and i've seen what people do and it's like how dude yeah I, I used to be like doing this transition stuff dude that shit took three hours just to shoot yeah <laughs> it was like there were people like imagine this is the camera there would be like people doing this and then like yeah. this and then you have and to like grabbing. move your phone yeah. quickly i was like oh my god three hours i was like fuck this if this doesn't blow up i'm quitting yeah and i just stopped it right after the amount of work to do that though just absolutely insane and i, and I get it you know i have a short attention span now man Dude. even when i'm watching a youtube video i'm watching that shit in two times speed with fast forwards i'm skipping stuff yeah, you're skipping. and it's like yeah i can't i can't sit there and watch anything long anymore and then i guess that's what tiktok pulls you know like 15 second clips that's it that's all you need that's all you that's all you really want you know anything longer you better make sure it's like engaging throughout yeah exactly right you better yeah so i don't know like there, there's a reason there's a science behind everything and it's i can't i can't even just sit there for three hours and edit a video yeah. like i call it the vine mentality yeah yeah when vine was popping seven yes, seconds sir. are left less and then that's all you need once uh once vine shut down tiktok became vine 2.0 that's insane i I still don't understand that like why did that happen why did i get it there was probably money involved but how did that happen yeah i have no idea wild crazy so moving forward with uh 2021 what are some of the big goals that you have set for the it's jinzo 
Twitch channel, mm-hmm. not just Twitch, but maybe you have bigger goals as well that isn't involved with Twitch. What are some of the uh, goals that you have set out for, for 2021? 2021, dude. I know we're on our way, but hitting a thousand followers on Twitch would absolutely just blow me out of the water. Because like I said, when I started, this whole community thing didn't exist. Yeah. This whole kind of support each other, lurk. Lurk culture wasn't a thing. Raiding wasn't really a thing. Not where, where I was anyway. Um, all that wasn't there for me. And all these other platforms weren't there for me. So like being able to build you know, a community of a thousand people, whether they're there all the time, whether they're there once a month, whether they've been there once and never came back. That's a thousand people who took the time out of the day to hit that follow button for you to hit a follow button, you know, like that's absolutely wild. And being at 10 K views already, it's, it's wild because it's it's it's, different. It's it's different on TikTok than it is on Twitch because Twitch is like a TV show. Or like a Netflix like yes. show, whereas TikTok is kind of like short clips. So like yes, ten thousand on TikTok is very impressive, but the fact that ten thousand people tuned in to watch like let's say an episode of It's Jinzo, that's crazy. Or there's even ten thousand clicks on right. your channel to begin with. That's like mad yeah, props to you, dude. Absolutely insane. And then, well, it's not something I accomplished on my own, right? Like. Oh, a lot for, of it for is sure, sure. community-based, whether it's raids, whether it's people sharing my stuff. And for that, I'm forever grateful. Um, but this is definitely something that I want to continue doing. Um, and I plan to continue to do um, throughout the year. I'm, I mean, I'm full support of you, bro, always. I mean, I, I love the vibes that you have. Vibes are immaculate fuck with you heavy appreciate that dude i appreciate that dude and honestly like that was that was absolutely insane yes i was almost drunk out of my mind and so was the rest of my team but for you to go out of your way and shout me out at the end of the tourney like that i I wasn't expecting that and i i never expected anyone to even notice or recognize me like that so i appreciate that hella dude and that was something that genuinely it, it it felt good to hear nah i mean it, like i said though um when when i first came into your stream i was like dude i gotta give you props for that i mean even though you know you say you got like you know wrecked even still in even with like what um the game what happened between the games there's still things that you pulled off that i had to like respect i was like yo shoot like this dude pulled this shit. I was like, damn, bad props to you, dude. Like, uh-huh. you almost clutched shit up. I was like, man, you had, like, while we asked, like, we, we did win in a very convincing yeah. fashion at the end of the day. Yes, it's sir. not like you didn't, you didn't just give up and say, oh, fuck this. Like, we're going to lose regardless. Like, nah, you guys, yeah, like, run it down. You yeah, say, you guys yeah, still, yeah. like, kept trying. And, like, that's, like, the one thing you have to respect, even as a competitor, is as a competitor, you want, your opposition regardless of what the score is to like still compete and still try so like you can still be on your a game and right that's like and you put that into like our team as well we're like yo this <laughs> guy, this like, like, we were yeah. like yo 
it's Jinzo. We gotta watch him. Like, goddamn, like this dude's uh this dude be uh low key like kicking our ass right now. Like, <laughs> it's like stuff like that. So, I mean, I want, and that's also another thing was I, I wanted to get close to you too because you seem like a really genuine, chill dude. And um, like I told with Brian, there's only a handful of streamers that like I fuck with, and your channel like I didn't know about until we played against each other. But then right. once I saw your channel, I was like, dude, I can, I could, I could get with this dude. Like, I could fuck with this dude. Like, if he wants to do like a uh, collaboration or anything, and he asked me, I, I would always be down, one thousand percent. And that's like, and it's because, like I told Brian, it's the similar mindsets that we have, but also the type of personality that you are. I could also get behind as well. Like, you're being like so welcoming. You're always like really. Like good spirits and everything. Like for me, I'm quite the opposite. Where I'm like more of a realist with people. Like, yo, I'm mm. gonna be real with you. Like, this is the type of shit. Like, if someone pulling this shit on you, this is what it is. You you call it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, at the end of the day, like, I know that you come from a good place, and like I like I said, going back to like the online versus IRL, I could tell you were a genuine dude. And I was <laughs> like, you know, like if this dude's being genuine with me, yo, I can fuck with it. Like, despite our differences in personalities and. I'm actually really grateful that you came onto the podcast because I actually didn't know a lot about you, and I was kind of worried going into yeah, it. Yeah, like, dude, no, that was, honestly, that was a ton of fun. I had so much fun, and just talking with you, learning about you too. Like I, I met you off of being opponents in a game. You yeah. know, like it, it wasn't like we were talking in on the same team. You know, I I knew nothing about you other than oh he plays Pokemon Nuzlocke. Oh he knows Bryman. Oh he raps. Yeah. That that was the extent of the Ernie that I knew. And just before this, like I said, I was watching your TikToks, um, some of the fashion stuff. Dude, that, that shit's so creative. And then, and then being on here with the podcast, I, I, I wanted to start a podcast for the longest time. And I had graphics and everything made out for it. I had all this stuff ready for it. It's just I felt like I wanted everything to be perfect. Yeah. And that's even, I guess, I don't know. Like, I wanted everything to be perfect, so I never started. And that was me initially with Twitch too. But I, I learned to just stop caring yeah, about perfection. Definitely. And I stopped caring about stopped caring about the viewers, stopped caring about who's there, stopped caring about who's not there. You know, like I, I would have all these negative thoughts. It's like, oh, I'm always in their stream, but they're never here. And it's like at the end of the day, I still do this for me. And, th and th that's that's what keeps me going. That's how I'm able to even grind this out. Um, is just doing this for myself and learning to enjoy it that way has taught me so much about just what i need to do and where i need to go and where i want to be yeah definitely and it's something i needed to hear too because um kind of going before into this podcast too um i was a little bit like embarrassed for myself like asking you to come on like and featuring on the podcast not because <clears throat> um it was like oh he uh, like what if he thinks of me differently but more so in a sense like you're helping me with this podcast episode right but what am i necessarily doing to help you am i like able to like bring your reach out further and i was more so worried about how how am i helping out the guests more so than myself because i know that no matter who features on they're helping me no matter what but it's so it's so hard on me because like i want to do so much more to mm -hmm. help out like people who come on because like obviously right now i can't be paying everyone like per no. week like no but also 
if it's like even helping them gain like a significant amount of exposure, that'd be great. But unfortunately for my case, like what I've started seeing is like, it's not there. And for me, I was like very embarrassed for myself. Like, oh, how can I have the audacity to ask like people who are doing well in the streaming world or like they're, they're like, you know, they're, they're having like that substantial like improvement. And then how can I, how could I be that person to say like, oh, could you like feature on the podcast for me? Like, but I, I did feel a little bit of like, uh, I felt a lot of gratitude towards it, but also it was a little bit of like embarrassment on my end. Like, oh, am I doing anything to help you? You know what I mean? Um, but I'm glad though that you felt that way. Um, I'm actually very grateful, like I said, that you came on. But no worries, dude. Before we wrap things up here, uh, how we do it here on the podcast, we end with a couple quick hitters, as I say. Okay. So yes, the sir. First, first question I have for you is uh, you're hosting a dinner party. And okay. you're allowed to invite five guests to that dinner party. What five guests are you bringing, dead or alive? Holy shit. Okay. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That this, is different. This okay. is uh, this is the iconic question that I've been asking is, like a majority of my guests these days. That is a spicy one because dead, it's like, oh, you bring your worst enemies. Alive, you bring your best friends. Alive, I'm bringing my girlfriend. She is my partner in crime, my ride or die. She... She gets me through a lot of things in life. Um, and I, I definitely wouldn't be where I am, let alone on Twitch, without her and her support. Um, she's my, I guess, Bonnie and Clyde. She's my Bonnie, assuming Bonnie's. A, yeah, yeah, Bonnie. She's my Bonnie. Um, dead. I'm going to change it up. I'm going to bring a couple dead, a couple alive. Dead. I want Trump's head on a stick. I, I don't like Trump. Um, when I when I say dead, I mean like you could bring like someone in the past that you maybe want to oh, talk to. Oh, dead or alive? I thought you meant Trump. Like no, 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 no. Uh, like so, when I say dead or alive, I'd say like got it, got it, got it, if yeah. you want to bring like Gandhi or you want to bring got it, got it, got it, like that kind of. I thought, I thought like, of you're hosting showing up with no, 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 showing up with a trophy case of people around no, no, my no. neck. It's like you're 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 hosting a dinner party <laughs> bad, and you're bad. getting you have five people at your table. Got it. Got like, it. Which got five it. people are you bringing to that got table? Got it. My bad. My bad. That is funny. That is hilarious that he took it that way. I mean, so I mean, excited. even no, no, dude, no worries, dude. This is great. This is hella funny, though. Like Trump's head on a stick, dude. I've I've never heard anyone say that. I was like, mm, this is pretty, this is pretty creative the way you think. I actually like it. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Okay, okay. We can go back to it then. I would like uh, Kobe obviously your girlfriend. Bryan. I still feel like your yeah, girlfriend. My girlfriend's still there. Yeah. My girlfriend's still there. Kobe Bryant is there. Oh, um, good pick. Just the Mamba mentality. That's something like Anyone? I never resonated with yeah. while he was alive and it sucks. But it's something that after watching videos and just kind of, I guess, studying the Mamba mentality. Um, it's something that I took to heart a little bit. Dude, I, feel um, you. I learned um, if I'm doing something and I'm not doing it at my best or my 100%, then why am I doing it? And that's what got me through the last season of dance was because this happened during dance. It's like, I hated driving to practice. I hated going to practice. Once I was at practice, it was fine. But it was like, you know, if I'm not excited to get to practice, then why am I even excited to be dance to begin with? You know, exactly. like, why am I, if I'm not giving my all at practice or if I'm not mentally there 100% at practice, then why am I doing it? So that, that helped me get through that. And then it's helped me a ton with streaming. And I just feel like I have a lot to learn from him. 
Um, Kobe's a good pick. Yes, like Kobe, Mamba mentality, Kobe. it applies to everything. Yes. You don't have to 100%. even be basketball. Not even nope. basketball. Not even basketball. But also, it's like his mind, too. He's like an mm-hmm. intelligent guy. So you and Brian picked Kobe. That was like the yeah. two. You guys, I, I figured, would pick Kobe. 100%, dude. It's in the bio. No cap. It would be a tattoo. It would be a tattoo. Um, third. Um, I tell this. I asked this question, actually, to my friends and family. Um, if they were to have, like, someone as a celebrity be their godparent to their kid like their aunt their uncle to their kid who would it be um and my personal answer is will smith mm, i think that's will a smith, good take too yeah, i think will smith again kind of on the same mindset as kobe just the intelligence is there the amount of experience is there um and just what what each of these individuals have gone through is something that i would love to just learn about and just kind of take in and digest because will smith he he started on the fresh prince yeah like he, he was like he, a rapper before yeah fresh he prince. was yeah exactly and he, he rapped like hit there and then he was like mm-hmm. hit in the music and um, movie and uh acting film so that, and, that then he, and then he blew up right that's yeah. that's a that's a good pick too yeah and he's at the end of the day you know him and his wife they've they've had their problems but he's a family man yeah he loves his kids dude like he's He's always supportive of Jaden and Willow, even though, like, from an outsider's point of view, Jaden and Willow are fucking weird. Like, yeah, like, they're weird kids, but like, he doesn't give a shit. He will hype his kids up, he will show off his kids. He's not ashamed of them, he's never hid them from the world. And like I said, they're weird kids, they seem like weird people, but he doesn't give a damn because that's him, that's who he is. That's, I don't know, like, there's, there's so much to learn from him. and I, I would love to just kind of be under his wing in that regard. Definitely. Um, yeah, two more guests here. Two more guests at the dinner party. I feel like I would need to bring someone that would make things entertaining, a little interesting. Where Will Smith is a comedian and Kobe Bryant is an intelligent man, um, I would have to bring another comedian. And it's someone who actually took aspirations from Will Smith. He was one of my aspirations in high school. And that's uh, Timothy Chantarangsu, formerly known as Timothy Delaghetto. Oh, good pick. (laughs) Damn, dude. He he was an idol to me. And like, he's OG YouTube, right? He's been around for for years. And he's basically implemented the Will Smith plan from being Delaghetto to being a rapper, an actor, a comedian, you know? Like, that's, that's who he is. That's what he's adopted. And now he's a father. Like, yeah, the man's, the man's, the man's out here growing and everything he does is something that I once at least aspired or thought about, you know, like YouTube Definitely. was something I wanted to do. I, I was like, oh yeah, I could do YouTube. Tim does YouTube. Um, but, oh man, such an inspiration. I even wrote an English paper, I guess, on Tim and how much of an influence he was back in high school. So Yeah, good pick there. Also yeah. breaks like the Asian stereotypical yeah. mold as well too. Yeah, he does, dude. And people are like, "Oh, why do you act ghetto? Why do you act black?" It, that's where he was yeah, raised. That's where he was like, raised. It, what do you want him to do? Be someone who I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I hate like, that idea of like they think like Asian people are like so clean cut. Like, dude, mm-hmm. there there are people who struggle and they they go through shit. Like, not everyone is living in like hella great environment. Well. Yeah, yeah. And your last guest? My last guest would probably be my dad. 
Mm, um, good pick there too. I, 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 all all I picks think, are great. Uh, yeah. I, I know I didn't say that for your girlfriend, but that's a great <laughs> pick as well. Just just need to make that clear right now. All of them are great picks. No worries, no worries. Um, but yeah, my dad. Um, me and my dad, we are very polar opposite, or po- I guess po- very much the same almost. Um, we butt heads a lot, um, especially when I was uh, growing up and going through college and stuff. Like we. We were both stubborn motherfuckers. And there was one thing in my family would be like my mom begging me to go and talk to my dad. It's like, no, you know, like I'm not, I'm not until he apologizes to me. And my dad would say the same, like, no, not until he respects me or whatever. So it'd be like months or weeks without talking to my dad. And it's like, ah, like it happens. Sure. But it's like, I I guess at the end of the day, it could have been handled way better and things like that. And the things like with my dad, um, even though we do butt heads a lot, I've learned a lot from him, whether it's my at just my attitude that I picked up from him or like who I am as a person, I've, I've picked up a lot from my dad. And I feel as though he could learn a lot from both Kobe and Will and not in terms of just being a father, but in terms of like being icons, because those are people in a sense my parents grew up with too right like it's not like it's not like they don't know who will smith is they don't know who kobe bryant is they know these people they know how good they are at what they do so it's like for my dad to be in that presence and for him to have that experience i guess would be meaningful enough for me to put him there on my five list all right so you guys heard it here he said he'd bring his girlfriend kobe will smith tim delegato and his dad Looks like I mean I think that's a good that's like a hella good table there. I mean you got mm-hmm. you're gonna be able to talk about a lot of things, a lot of topics. I don't even need to talk, dude. Yeah. You just soak in that information. Yeah. yeah. All right, and the final question before we wrap things up here is: uh, you being a Toronto Raptors fan, mm-hmm. I don't know how long you've supported Raptors for, but uh, your all-time starting five, and if you can't pick five. And you need a six man, I'll throw in the six man as well. So your all time Toronto Raptors lineup there. Okay. I feel like this is pretty easy. I feel like most Raptors people would pick this lineup. Um, Vince Carter. Ooh, okay. Without a doubt. One of my Chris Bosch. One of my favorite players. Chris Bosch, yes, sir. Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Lowry. Okay. And then I don't really have a small forward, but I I throw DeRozan in there. That's a that's good that's a good yeah. that's a, that's I, I, I like the Lowry, I like the Lowry DeRozan dynasty. Yes, they never won anything. But that was like um, the first time where the Raptors like, like we're, actually we're recognized. Yeah, because up until then, you guys were like mediocre to like yeah. lottery almost yeah. every year, and then every year, every year, coin flip every year, and then yeah, get swept by the cast by LeBron. Yeah, always Lebronto, dude. Lebronto. Lebronto. Always. So uh before we end things here, if there's anything that you would like to promote here, feel free to let the people know. Sure. Um for those listening on other platforms, you can find me on Twitch at it's Jinzo on TikTok, same handle, Twitter the same handle, and Instagram Instagram the same handle. It's Jinzo everywhere. That's I T S J I N Z O H. You guys say Z because you're American, but up here in Canada, it's Z. <laughs> it's like the music artist, Z. Yeah, 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 exactly. Basically, dude. Dude. Uh, but Ernie, thank you for having me, dude. That, that was a lot of fun. And honestly, time flew. 
I didn't even realize we've been at it for an hour and a half. Oh, really? Sorry it's been we, a, no, sorry. dude, it's been an hour and a half. Dude, damn, I didn't sorry know. Sorry if we've been long. No, sorry dude, no, no, long. you don't have to apologize if it's long, bro. Like, I honestly, when I do these, like, podcasts and everything, I don't even anticipate, I didn't even anticipate, like, these things would go on for, like, an hour to an hour and a half. It just so happens that, like, because the conversations, like, are so interesting that it happens mm-hmm. this long. So, no, like when when people ask me, "Oh, how long is it?" I like I can't tell you for sure because yeah. I don't have Sometimes a set. It just happens. I don't have a set time saying, "Oh, it has to be an hour or longer." Like it just happens this way, and because I don't want to set like a time frame, time cap, like oh, one hour, okay, no, oh, we're, we're over an hour. Yeah, you, you have to like stop. Yeah, you cut saying. you off. It's like yeah. let me cut you off here. Like okay, thanks for tuning in. Like nah, yeah. <laughs> you do a sloppy outro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, but I mean. Dude, I appreciate it. Dude, also you also you also did what I was supposed to do. You spelled it out because normally when, when I say like, "Yo, you want to promote anything?" They'll be like, "Oh yeah, it's this," and I'm like, "All right, it's," and I spell out for them. But yeah, you did it for me. No, I have to, dude. Especially after my first username, right? J L N Z O H. It's like Jinzo. Where are you? I can't find you. Yeah, because I'm a dummy. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, you guys heard it here. It's Jinzo on all platforms. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you, dude. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, bro. All right, brother. Take care. If you wanna if you wanna come on again, you'll hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. Yes, sir. If we if we if you come on again, we're definitely not gonna be talking about like us. We're gonna be doing a lot of stuff for uh like you know, we'll cover like you know, pop culture, yeah, we'll talk about basketball, all that stuff. So, you know, moving forward definitely. I, yes, sir. I'm, I'm bringing you back on no matter what i don't care <laughs> maybe <laughs> not here. not for this season but for season two but probably yep we ready dude yes thanks sir. for having me ernie all right so that's a wrap thank you guys for tuning in today new episodes come out every saturday and if you want to see the full episode uh, if you want to see the full interview you can t- tune into my youtube at it's the g.o or if you want to listen to any of your platform uh streaming platforms it's available on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, or any other podcast uh streaming sites that you listen to your podcasts on thank you guys for having uh thank you guys for tuning in today hopefully you guys have a great rest of your night and your boy is out